Hey everyone, this is Robert. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching the podcast. Um, today we're going to be chatting with somebody who's been um, on VO Twitter for some time, but nonetheless, I'm proud to have them on the show. So um, thank you very much, Melissa, for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so am I. So um, would you like to share, um, because I know you do voiceover and you're into a lot of stuff. So um, let's share with the audience what is it that you mainly do day to day. And um, yeah, just to get to know you, um, like Icebreaker, the work that you've done and all that good jazz. Yeah, so uh, my day to day stuff, uh, crank out as many auditions as possible. <laughs> Typical life of a voice actor. Um, I do a lot of audio dramas and uh, visual novels, some video games. Uh, I can't share most of the titles yet, but uh, I was just in a visual novel that just came out called Patchwork Ego. Go check it out. It's amazing. Everybody did such hard work on it. So um, yeah, I, I do a lot of that stuff. Uh, I need to get better at marketing. I know that's a big part of voiceover that I'm really bad at right now. Um, and then I'm also a, a waitress because VO is not paying my bills yet. So got to have some way to rake in some cash. But yeah, and then I just hang out with my two cats and my fiance and we have a good old time <laughs> watching anime and playing games. Yeah, congrats, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess... My first question is, how has this, I guess, new lifestyle, so to speak, since COVID started, how has it been? Because I know you've been pretty busy with stuff. So um, what are some like copies that you've been picking up and just share just um, how your life has been since, I guess, the we're living in the, I guess, new age of being quarantined and whatnot. So yeah, how has that been uh, going for you? Well, it was pretty shocking for me because I moved to Las Vegas right before COVID started. Um, so I was just moving to this new place where I didn't know anybody except for my fiance. And we just, uh, I mean, we just had to stay at home. I, I didn't have the opportunity to really make a lot of friends um, because it was just like, all right, stay home and then mask up when you go out. And um, it was just kind of a scary situation. And I, uh, I want to do my best to make sure everybody's safe too. So I don't want to, you know, not abide by the rules. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's just, it's definitely been an adjustment. I was lucky because uh, I worked from home for five years already before the pandemic started. So uh, I worked for an animal rights organization and um, like I was, I was just so incredibly lucky because a lot of people had to adapt to this work from home environment and I had already been doing it. So um, I, I definitely call myself lucky in that regard, but yeah, it's just, uh, it sucks. I mean, nobody likes living in a pandemic. It's really a bummer, but um, just making the most of it. And I found a voiceover during the pandemic. So I, I'm grateful. <laughs> so how did you get started with all of this? Just with your little creative endeavors dabbles into entertainment, I suppose. Yeah, so I grew up acting on stage. I always, always loved acting. Uh, I was in some plays and some musicals because I love to sing as well. Um, and as I got older, you know, I went to college, I took a couple acting classes, but I didn't study acting. 
So it was like, it was really hard for me to find opportunities to continue doing what I love. So once I graduated, it got even harder (laughs) because it's like, all right, there's nothing around me unless I like seek out some local groups, which luckily when I moved to Las Vegas, I just randomly was browsing and I came across a voice acting studio here. And I was like, voice acting, that sounds cool. Cause I've never thought of doing that before. And so I, I went and I took a class, just like a beginner class. And I was like, whoa, wait, I love this. Um, and this is exactly like the kind of thing that I've been looking for. And so I just started taking endless classes <laughs> from that point on, I'm still taking so many classes. Um, but it's, that's really like, you know, the rest is history because I just took that one class and I fell in love with it. And now I've just been going hard ever since. I mean, that's what you got to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, because everybody's journey, like everyone moves at different paces and, um, no one has really has this exact same journey as the next person. So it's, yeah, everyone's different. For sure. Yeah. And I, I think that's an important thing to remember too. Like you can't compare yourself to people who have been doing this for so much longer than you have, or even people who have been doing it the same amount of time as you have, because I, I genuinely think that we're all where we're supposed to be at this point in time. And, you know, good things are coming our way. Uh, Just, you know, be grateful for all the opportunities you're getting, even the ones where, you know, you get to audition for something like that's amazing. You get to be that character for a few minutes and just, I don't know, pretend. (laughs) So I, that's the the mindset I try to keep because uh, you're right. Everybody's journey is different and that's totally okay. Oh, yeah. Um, And that's a very important lesson to keep in mind when it comes to this, Um, because I know that um, it's a pretty tough field to get into. Um, So with the right amount of persistence and the genuine love and care for what you do, like um, it takes, like I said, everyone's uh, moves at different paces. It can take years, months, who knows? before you really start, I guess, making it big, which um, uh, I don't know. I kind of have, um, I'm kind of the person who's like, um, okay, so um, I know that I'm, this is definitely what I'm called to do and I'm gonna stick to this and I'm gonna do my best to persevere. And no matter how hard it gets, I'm I'm never gonna give up. Like, hey, like, um, uh, the only thing that is worse in life is regret. Like, um, you don't want to be on your deathbed and be like, oh man, I wish I tried this out. You know, I mean, yeah. at least if you tried, then that's really all that matters. I agree. And I have that same mindset. I don't want to be on my deathbed being like, what if, you know, it's just, what if, yeah. life is about taking risks. And if there's something that you love, do it <laughs> like whatever it takes, you know? So I'm glad you have that mindset because if you persevere, you're gonna, you're going places. Yeah. So how would you describe when you first got your start into VO? Um, well, it was definitely an adjustment because uh, a lot of stage actors uh, have this problem <laughs> from what I've been told where we try to project too much into the microphone like we're talking to the back row of an audience because that's what we've been trained to do 
So uh, I've been called out on that a few times, like at the beginning, I don't have that problem anymore, but it was just like, ah, I'm yelling to everybody. And they're like, the mom to do that. Um, so yeah, it was, it was uh, definitely an adjustment. I, um, I was really just training for about nine months before I even touched auditions uh, because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't terrible <laughs> throwing stuff out. Not that like, uh, you know, it's bad to start off and audition right away. Cause I, now I tell people that I think it's a good idea to do that just because auditions are the best way to practice really like one of the best ways. So I think auditioning at the beginning is an amazing thing to do. But uh, yeah, I just, I trained and then I started auditioning on like casting call club and uh, Twitter, just wherever there were public casting calls, I would be on those. Um, and I, you know, booking is hard. <laughs> so it's just like, um, I had to come to terms with the constant rejection because that's what this career is, uh, where it's just like, all right, no, 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 like a hundred times till you get a yes, depending on, you know, you, but uh, that's the, the rate I hear all the time. It's just like one in a hundred, even from the pros. So that's, I mean, it's been kind of like that for me too, where it's like, all right, got to grind out as many as possible, uh, until I get that one. Yes. And that's why, uh, you know, along my journey from the beginning to now at the beginning, I was really thinking, uh, you know, this is work. I need to like be really, uh, diligent in figuring out these scripts and like make sure I have them to a T. But I, I don't think of them that way anymore. I just think like, hey, I'm going to have fun because chances are I'm probably not going to get this role. <laughs> so it's like, you might as well have a good time doing it. And it's supposed to be fun. So I've just, I've come a long way in my mindset where now I think, all right, this is supposed to be enjoyable. I got into this because I like it. So uh, yeah, now I get to do some really awesome projects that I really am grateful to have the chance to work on. So yeah, it's, it's been a journey and I haven't been doing this that long. It's been like uh, since January, 2021. So I'm grateful to be where I am right now, for sure. Not bad, not bad. Um, I think I started around 2017 and I'm still, um, uh, I'm just, slowly but surely navigating my way through the, you know, the, the, the rejections and the, you know, the, I wouldn't want to say heartache and pain, but like, I mean, yes, it is a struggle, but um, I'm just doing my best. Just yeah. uh, living. That's all you can do. <laughs> yeah. So with your experience on stage, do you think that really helped um, with the skills that you developed in the past? Did you feel like it really helped you? Um, was it like a seamless transition or did you have to learn a couple of steps along the way when it came to doing voiceover? Considering you had a background with theater and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I think having a background in theater really, really helps because you have a uh, those acting techniques that you learned that can be transferred to voiceover, but there's a lot of uh, nuances and new techniques that you have to learn because, you know, with theater, people can see your face, they can see your body language, but with voiceover, you're conveying all your emotion through your voice and that's it. So it's like finding out those little nuances and those inflections that you can do in your reads uh, really, it was, definitely an adjustment there for me but I think like 
theater has been so helpful because I had the acting experience. So it wasn't like starting from zero to be like, all right, how the heck do I act? Granted, I wasn't a very good actor. <laughs> so I'm still trying to learn how to be good. Um, but it's it's definitely nice to have that foundation. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I totally, I very much agree with everything you said. Um, I don't think there's anything I can really add to that because it was so good. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> so uh, was your family like growing up, um, did you have like a supportive group that was like totally behind you pursuing what you want to do in life? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I always wanted to be an actor, but my parents were like, no, you can't do that because it's, I mean, it's a risky business to get into. It's not stable. There's no like, you know, consistent finances that you're getting from acting in a way that's like, you know, if you work a nine to five, you're getting the same paycheck every two weeks. Um, but they, they, they were just looking out for me. Like thinking back now, I was so bitter when I was uh, a young adult and I wanted to grow up and be an actor. Uh, but they were just trying to protect me because it is scary. And uh, I, so I studied psychology and that is also a scary thing to do because <laughs> unless you get a master's in psychology, there's not a whole lot you can do with your bachelor's. Um, but I think of it instead of being like, oh, what a waste of a degree. Cause I don't, I didn't like, I don't use it for my profession. I think of it like, this is really cool because I got to, uh, I was a counselor for a while and I got to experience so many people's different emotions and struggles and I think I can pull from the clients that I had to, uh, you know, put them in my characters because I, I see a character and sometimes I'm like, oh, that's like this client that I had. Um, and it really helps me. But now my, uh, my parents are very supportive of voice acting. But I mean, I think that's because I have a, uh, a partner who makes a lot more money than me. So I, I still have stability. I'm not like on my own, just roughing it and seeing what happens. So um, they just, they want that security for me. And I, I mean, that's, that's like every parent, I feel like <laughs> they're just like, please don't end up in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> please be safe. So yeah, I'm grateful now because they're supportive of me. Um, I usually ask, did you honestly expect to be getting a lot of work, but I usually ask, I've asked that like constantly on the podcast. So instead I'm going to ask, um, so if you imagine doing anything else, like, um, it doesn't have to be specifically BO in life, would you be, would you still be like, um, anywhere near as, I don't want to even say successful, but like getting to the place where you're at, um, because you're doing VO right now. So if you were doing something else, um, would you expect the same amount of like, I guess, uh, like with getting your name out there as well as you, you're doing right now? Um, you mean like would, would uh, as many people know who I am? Is that the question? I guess, yeah. <laughs> like getting your name out there and um, I guess, yeah. Um, like, I know that a lot of people, when they, when I ask, like, um, so did you expect to be where you are, like, getting as popular or anything like that? But I don't want to use those terms. But um, sure. if you were doing something 
else? Like, would you expect this? Would you have like the same amount of like, I guess, um, like as much of a following as you are as you have right now when it comes to Twitter and social media, what you're doing video and all that other stuff that you do? Uh, no, my cat. Um, <laughs> um, I no, absolutely not. Uh, because my job prior to VO was, uh, I worked on social media for an animal rights org. And so I, since that was my day job, I did not want to do it for myself at all because I was so like, that was my job all day long. I didn't want to have to, uh, to work on it again. Cause it, it is work at the end of the day. Like I really enjoy social media and I think there are, I've met so many incredible people on there, but it's like, it's, it's hard. It's hard stuff. So I was running, you know, uh, well, not, well, like helping run uh, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, a texting service for this organization. And so it was like, <laughs> so it was like exhausting. So no, I would not be uh, as I would not be as uh, have mu- have as much of a following as I do now, because I was just too tired, man. <laughs> I'm just like, now this is my only social media. I don't have to worry about a company's social media. So yeah, no. Um, and I also didn't care. I just, uh, my focus back then was more uh, activism. And so I would go to protests and stuff. And that's like how I would get my name out there. So like some people knew who I was, but uh, now it's, yeah, I just, I, I spend more time on my personal accounts. That was a very long answer. That didn't need to be that long, but. <laughs> sure. Um, so let's talk about, uh, let's just gush about media. So list your favorite everything. Um, I know Persona is kind of like up there since you are wearing, you know, a shirt, but like any of your favorite just stuff in general that you just absolutely love. Just anything. Um, well, uh, Persona 5 is my favorite, all-time favorite video game. Uh, it's actually part of what inspired me to pursue voice acting because I just, the voice acting in it is phenomenal. And so I just was like, whoa, like I want to touch somebody in the way that these actors did with their performances because those characters, you know, I found Persona 5 at a really hard time in my life. And it was like, my thing to look forward to every day was playing this game and like feeling like I was really attached to these characters, which is like really phenomenal writing and great acting and just amazing all around. Um, And then I also am a big anime nerd, uh, which is another reason to be a voice actor because uh, I I would love to be an anime someday. Definitely not my my end all be all because, you know, I, I love all types of voice acting, but uh, I really, I guess I'll list some of my favorite anime. Uh, my number one favorite is When They Cry, also known as Higurashi. And uh, I don't, you, you might not have heard of it, but it's a, it's a horror anime and it's like a mystery. It's just like the most intricate, well done, uh, like just mind fuck, excuse my language, but that's the word that I thought of, but just like a total, like what the heck is going on? Um, and I love that. I love being lost and like having to try to figure stuff out. Um, I also really love Death Note. I know that's very mainstream and I don't, 
I don't know. I feel pressure to be a hipster sometimes because I'm just like, people are going to think I'm not a real fan if I like the popular ones, but they're popular for a reason, right? So Death Note is fantastic. I, I love all the dark stuff that, you know, comes with that and like any like mystery or like psychological thriller. Um, and then uh, another one I really love is Erased. So like sticking with the dark theme here, I just, I really love like just the, the world building and those like incredibly messed up anime. <laughs> so yeah, I, I love anime, video games, um, uh, media. Oh man, I, I don't watch enough live action TV. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um, I, I like trash TV, like 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I don't know, it's just like stupid stuff that's just like you can turn your brain off. Uh, I also love America's Next Top Model. That's like one of the things I've been watching my whole life. And like, as I've gotten older, I see how like messed up the show is. And I'm like, ew, I can't believe like they got away with some of this stuff. But um, yeah, just trash TV, anime and video games, my entire life in a nutshell. <laughs> That's an awesome list. Um, <laughs> I guess for my list real quick, um, it would be, because I've watched so much TV as a kid. I've watched um, like, I was pretty much into all type of media, games, movies, film. Um, that was just me. And I've just been been rewatching a lot of like the the Disney, Toon Disney, like, oh, the Disney afternoon stuff. And um, that was like from the 80s, 90s. Um, just been watching like a lot of classic um, shows like uh, like Simpsons. This one show called Tailspin from Disney, Tiny Toons, and um, yeah, just been watching a lot of stuff that came out from the 90s. Um, and I've been getting into anime like um, like the classics, Outlaw Star, Cowboy Bebop, uh, let's see, Fully Cooley, Trigun, and there's a couple of other ones. Like, um, um, I'm not like too big into like Dragon Ball or Sailor Moon, but um, I do also enjoy those as well. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of more old school in case you're going to tell. Um, I haven't really been keeping up with a lot of recent shows because um, one, I kind of try to find the time to actually watch them. And two, I just haven't really been keeping up because yeah, <laughs> either due to lack of interest or due to time. So and it kind of sucks. That's one of the downsides to being an, a working actor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm like video, though. yeah. I was just gonna say, uh, nostalgia, I'm always here for that too. Like I, I'll stay watching shows that I watched when I was a kid, just because it feels good, you know, to do yeah. stuff like that. So I totally understand that. Yeah, and video games, I love the Nintendo stuff. I just showed you, um, I don't know if you can see, um, like, I have a collection back there. I don't think you can really see very well. But, like, Pikachu, Mario, um, Smash Bros. I've been playing a lot of that recently. Um, and let's see other franchises. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've really been keeping up. I don't think I've been really playing a lot of other. Um, I'd love to get into, like, Persona and Donkey Rampa. Yeah, those games. Um, I played... Um, okay, I will. <laughs> um kingdom hearts um i'd love to start playing that again it's been so it's been ages um and i think that's about it yeah um so who are some of the people that you look up to 
like anybody on your personal life, BAs, anybody who comes to mind? Um, well, uh, one of my best friends, I really look up to her because uh, she's very happy-go-lucky and very positive. And uh, I, I definitely try to be the same. I, I mean, as an actor, I think we're all, all like prone to negative thoughts and imposter syndrome and all that crap, <laughs> which, is, which is exactly what it is, it's crap. Um, but I, uh, I really wanna be like just this person that's like, has this infectious energy and positivity and just happiness. And then uh, my other uh, good friend, uh, he's also a voice actor, uh, Aaron Porter, follow him. <laughs> I'm just giving him a shout out on here, but he, he really inspires me every day because he works really, really hard. And uh, he's been booking some amazing gigs. And I'm just so, so proud of him because we came from, you know, a similar place, like to start off. And it's just been really cool to see him grow. And I, I hope to grow in a similar way where I can uh, start booking some awesome stuff. I have already, but just like continue to uh, to frequently book and just uh, better myself and my skills. And then uh, as far as like big name voice actors, I look up to uh, Erica Harlicker is a big one, Sheremy uh, Lee and Robbie Damond. Those are just a few, just because they, every performance I've seen from them has moved me in some way because I think that they just knock it out of the park every time and I I aspire to do exactly that someday when I'm you know not new and like oh, my performance is not that great you know I, I do my best but I just to get to that level would be amazing so th those are a few people I really 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 look up to and do you have any favorite projects that you've worked on so far yeah. And favorite so, roles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am a part of this uh, horror audio drama uh, that's not released yet, but I play uh, two different lead characters. And I just, I love all things horror um, because I just think I, I love being scared. <laughs> I'm just like, it's so fun for me to just be like in this, you know, awful situation and like trying to like make your way out of it and get through it. Um, I, I'm not going to say the name yet just to be safe because I don't know if, uh, you know, they would want me to say anything. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be promoting that on my Twitter when it's out because it, it sounds amazing too. Like the sound designer is fantastic. The writing's fantastic. The whole team just does such a good job on it. And um I really like um, my work in uh, what I promoted earlier, <laughs> Patchwork Ego, because I got to be uh, what the creators call a eldritch cinnamon roll. And she's like this really cute character who like has no social skills and just offers sweets and hot chocolate at inappropriate times. And I'm like, I relate to this more than I would like to, but <laughs> um, yeah, those are, I don't know. I, I like everything I work on. Like even, you know, there's uh, this parody channel that I work on, uh, Slick Goku. Uh, and it's just like me and some of my friends being stupid and doing improv and just being completely silly and laughing. And it's just, Every time I have one of those sessions, I'm just laughing and my mood's immediately boosted. So 
I love working on parody stuff too. Like it's just so, so fun. So those are a few things. I, I love everything I've worked on, <laughs> just full disclosure here. I love everything, but those are just a few of many things that I love. Nice. And as far as, um, you know, when it comes to dealing with the, because like you said, the imposter syndrome is very much real. Um, when it comes to dealing with the negative mindsets, like, uh, you know, the self-doubt and whatnot. Um, I mean, it's different for everyone, but um, what is your best piece of advice when it comes to uh, tackling whenever, you know, these negative thoughts are just kind of planted into your mind? Like, uh, if you have the best piece of advice for like, I don't know, self-care, like whatever, um, feel free to share. And because I know that people out there would certainly love some positivity right now. Yeah, so uh, if anybody watching this follows me on Twitter, uh, you'll know I post a lot of positivity. And all of that positivity, pretty well, I want to say like 90% stems from uh, negative thoughts that I've had because I that's my defense against them. It's just like I have this negative thought and I catch it and I'm like, oh, like this is awful. How can I turn this around and make it a positive thing or like a positive message toward myself and other people? Um, because that's like, if you can catch yourself having these thoughts and be like, uh, -huh, no, you're wrong. Uh, that's like a big thing, like that's gonna change your life. And also, this is kind of a, a weird thing, but I sometimes I'll treat the thoughts in my head like they're a little kid. And uh, like a little kid who doesn't know any better than to say mean things. And uh, I, you know, I, I sympathize with those thoughts. And I'm like, oh, you know, like, I'll kind of chuckle at them. Be like, it's okay. Like, you didn't know any better. But here's like how it really is. Like, kind of like, I'm teaching and nurturing a child. <laughs> I don't know why that helps me so much. But thinking of it that way really helps. And then just self-care, like, please put stuff in your schedule. Like, at least once a week, at least. I try to do like one little thing every day, um, but just like write it down, be like, I'm going to take a bubble bath. I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna do a workout. Whatever it is that you enjoy or what like makes you feel better, write it down and hold yourself accountable because like, I know for me, if I'll be like, I'm gonna do this today and I don't write it down, I don't do it. <laughs> so I always have uh, like a calendar of, things like that I enjoy that I'm going to do. And that helps tremendously just keeping yourself on track. So just make time for those little things because they really are important. Your mental health is so important. So take care of yourself and do whatever it is you need to do to, uh, to get to that point. My cats are wild in there. Oh, <laughs> uh, no worries. Um, and for social media pros and cons. Oh, man, I have such a love hate relationship with social media because I think the way it's designed, it's designed to make us feel like crap. Um, because you're scrolling, 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 and it's it's a highlight reel at the end of the day. Like most people, well, I mean, I see this sometimes, but for the most part, people are posting about their wins. Um, and when you see that over and over and over again in your brain, it's like, oh, like they're all winning and I'm losing, you know, like it's kind of the way that, um, the way that social media is, it kind of forces your brain to take it in that way. And so you have to be really mindful. I, um, I, I always, it, I don't even scroll that much 
much anymore because I'm just like, I'm going to scroll and I'm going to feel like crap. Like I'll scroll for like, I'll give myself five minutes and I'll be like, okay, I want to see what's at the top of my feed and congratulate these people or like send supportive messages out to people. Um, but for the most part, I just post on my page and then interact with people that way because I found that that's healthier for me. Um, but as far as pros, it's like the best networking tool out there um, because you have access to so many people. Like there are other actors, there are casting directors, there are engineers, like so many people on there that you can connect with and be like, you know, befriend or interact with their stuff. And um, it's just a way to get people to know who you are. And another pro for me is I get to, uh, you know, contribute positively most of the time. I definitely have my bad days and I never ever want to be like a toxic positivity account because we all have crap days. That's how it is. And we need to accept those feelings that we're feeling on those crap days and process them. Uh, but I just like to be able to contribute positively and be like, hey, you're awesome. Or, you know, hey, those thoughts in your head are crap. Don't listen to them. Uh, so I just, I really like being able to, to contribute in a way that so many people have told me has helped them. And that makes me feel good too, because that's my purpose. I want to help other people. So, um, yeah, I think mental health wise, social media is shit, <laughs> just sort of lack of a better word. I don't know. I've been saying crap too much. I need to switch it up. Uh, but it's just, oh man, I, I hate what it does to people's mental health. It's just not, it's so not good for you. Um, but as far as like moving your career along, it's a really great tool to do that because you get to meet so many people. Yeah. So um, is there anything else that you want to talk about like upcoming work or projects that you're excited for? Um, I don't think I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm under NDA for uh, quite a few things. Uh, but I am working on some cool stuff that I will promote as soon as I can. Um, but yeah, I've just, you know, been taking so many classes, been working with, uh, as many people as possible and, uh, doing as many auditions as possible. So that's, that's my life right now, but I will definitely, uh, promote stuff once I have stuff to promote. <laughs> yeah. Um, any last piece of advice to anybody who wants to do this? Or to just do anything that they have their heart set or they have desires to do, you know. Do it. Like, absolutely, man. Like, it, like we were saying earlier, if you don't do it now, then when? And you're going to regret it in the end because you're going to be like, oh, I really loved that thing and I wish I gave myself the chance to do it. And, uh, you know, if you're in a place where you can uh, financially dedicate more time to uh, what you love doing, do it because, you know, what have you got to lose? Like for me, I, I say this from a place of privilege because I, I have financial support and I am lucky to have that. But um, I, you know, I was working full time and I was like, this is, I don't like this. It's like sucking the joy out of my life because I, I was doing a job that I didn't like. And I think even this is just a, a general piece of advice. If you're in a full-time job that you don't like, get out because you you're spending at least 40 hours every week on this job and that's you know most of your life so you need to find a, another full-time job if that's what you're kind of trying to stick with and 
you know, find something that you actually enjoy. Don't be afraid to switch career paths because some of them like, yeah, you, you need to have different experience, but you need to, uh, you need to look out for yourself first and foremost, just be like, all right, this is, uh, this isn't working for me and accept that and be like, it's okay. I tried, I did my best. Don't feel like a failure for switching things up because at the end of the day, you're going to be happier and your happiness is what matters. So just go, go for what you love, follow your dreams. Um, it's really, it's really worth it. And it's scary and it's not the safe option and you might be afraid to fail, but guess what? You're going to be happier even if you do fail because you're doing something that you actually enjoy. So, and ramble. <laughs> well, no, couldn't agree more. So um, you could just share your social media if there's nothing else that you're, you can share because of NDA, but yeah, socials. Yeah, so you can follow me on uh, Twitter at It's Melissa White. It's is in there because Melissa White's too common of a name. Um, and also, it's the same one on Instagram, but I don't post on there, so <laughs> or not often. Uh, so Twitter is like the main place to find me. So uh, yeah, and then my website is melissa-white.com. You can see my demo and uh, my about me and fun stuff on there. So yeah, uh, cool. That's it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and do you have like any parting farewells or goodbyes or anything of the sort? Um, I thanks for watching, <laughs> and uh, I don't know who who's gonna be watching this, but if you're watching this, thanks for tuning in. And uh, I hope something I said resonated with you or was helpful to you because I really just, I really want to be a source of uh, a light or positivity for somebody or multiple people. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm here for. Uh, feel free to uh, DM me on Twitter if you have any questions about me or voice acting or whatever. If you just wanna say hi, do that. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for having me, Robert. This was so fun. Uh, I loved being on here. So <laughs> appreciate it. No problem. And um, this will be up later, if not today, then definitely tomorrow or at the end of, or at least later this week. So thank you for watching and stick around for more episodes. I am Robert Jackson signing out for today. And until then, good night, folks. Bye, peace, whichever time zone you're in. And I am out of here. Bye. Bye.